and hope is hard to find. A new collection of real-life stories from Fox News' Harris Faulkner reveals how salvation came when it was needed most. Faith still moves mountains. Miraculous stories of the healing power of prayer. Order now at foxnewsbooks.com. From the birthplace of radio's greatest era, now from New York, it's Radio Night Live with Kevin McCullough. Unlike anything else on radio today, it's a front row seat for great information with today's leading experts. The millionaire maker, Hillary Kramer. Travel with a third generation travel icon, Linda Perillo. The Fox News Medical All Stars featuring Dr. Mark Siegel, Dr. Marty McCary, Dr. Jeanette Nishwat, and the OG, Dr. Nicole Sapphire. Legal analysis from former prosecutor and court journalism superstar Imran Ansari and Christine Nicholas. The quintessential heartbeat to New York hospitality. All joining legendary broadcast pro Kevin McCullough on a mission unlike any other, united to bring back new york now live from studio 111 here's kevin mccullough all right friends uh thanks for being here wellness wednesday underway and always appreciate uh, the fact that you're listening so carefully and uh, joining us to consider the ways in which your health can be improved upon uh, a little bit later on we're going to talk with uh one of my favorite uh, physical trainers, uh, Jane Ann Benira, will be here and uh, looking forward to a very good conversation with her. And uh, I, I, I am going to have to ask somebody about some of this, this first story, because when you take a look at what the federal court system is working to establish, I just I wonder how far we go with this stuff sometimes. Um, the, the headline reads, Federal Court Mentorship Program Creates Psychologically Safe Space for Minoritized Staff. Because nobody can just show up and do their job anymore. We have to have psychologically safe spaces to do our job. Un- unless we don't do our job very well, and then we don't want the boss to yell at us. Like, I don't know. Uh, this is an exclusive filed by Patrick Hoff of Fox News. The federal court system is working to establish a mentorship program aimed at creating, quote, a psychologically safe space for minoritized staff. I'd love to know what that means within its probation and pretrial offices, according to a memo that Fox News Digital obtained. Non-executive employees that identify as a minority. And I think you and I have a pretty good idea of what we think of when the word minority is used. Traditionally, it's been used to establish, you know, uh, uh, people of different ethnic origins that are not dominant, i.e. white, uh, etc. But in this day and age, with the way the federal government is, who knows what it means? You know, people that want to identify as dogs and bark, you know, for half an hour a day. I don't know. Non-executive employees that identify as a minority within the probation and pretrial services systems which works on probation cases for all 94 U.S. district courts, will have an opportunity to participate in a two-year assistance, inclusion, diversion, ec- diversity, equity, assistance, inclusion, diversity, equity, mentorship program, which the memo says will contribute to recruitment and retention efforts. All right. Uh, The program memo does not define who is included in the minoritized staff, but emphasizes the importance of diversity and equity in the workplace after the killings of Breonna Taylor. Wrong place, wrong time. The police weren't trying to shoot her. She was shacking up with a drug user, abuser, dealer, 
who had the great idea to sh- to shoot at police officers as they were coming in. So that's the Breonna Taylor. Or after the workplace killings of George Floyd, that's legit. That officer shouldn't have had his knee on that neck for 10 minutes. Uh, and Ahmaud Ak- uh, Ar- Arbery. That was a sad story in, uh, I think it was Carolina. So that And those killings sparked outrage about police brutality and social injustice. Now, what they don't tell you in, in this story and what they didn't say in the research of all of this is the same year that, that those three killings, I think that I think those three encompassed maybe three years. But in over the course of the same years, there were more um, unarmed killings of white people by police officers. And police officers aren't all white, just for the record. I know this is hard for people to understand. Uh, but the the idea that this was that that those three killings of unarmed people by police were the only ones that you know were of unarmed people by police it's just it's just it's just not factual and you can go back the Washington Post is the one that keeps the database and you can take a look at any of the th- any of the last 25 years numbers of unarmed white people that have been shot by police to death uh, numbers of unarmed black people that have been shot by police to death. The the the, black, the numbers of blacks that are shot by police that are unarmed are minuscule compared to the number of whites that are shot. So it's not even it's not even in contention as being disputable. Police sometimes shoot unarmed people, but by percentages they shoot far more white people that are unarmed than they do black people. Never never mind that. The memo says. We are traumatized by unlawful police acts, which are very, very rare. There are 800,000 police uh, organizations in the country. And you have, of, of unarmed people that are shot by police, you have less than 100 every year. Do that math. Figure out the ratio. I'm not saying that the police always get it right, but this idea that Everyone's walking around traumatized by these unlawful police acts. What about being traumatized by unlawful actions by thugs? That's what we're dealing with in New York and Chicago and Baltimore and Washington, D.C. and Portland and Los Angeles and in San Francisco right now. It's not the unlawful acts by cops that are setting everybody askew. It's the unlawful acts by thugs. What? Where's our mental safe space? Anyway, the memo continues, we're traumatized by unlawful police acts. We experience racism fueled by fear tactics, false, and systematic barriers continue to espouse false stereotypes about us, false. The memo was issued by the National PPSS office in November. A spokesperson for the administrative office of the U.S. courts said two of the nation's 13 courts Circuits have adopted the mentorship program so far, the 6th and 7th, which oversee Tennessee, Kentucky, Ohio, Michigan, Illinois, Indiana, and Wisconsin. The spokesperson said people other than racial minorities can't participate in the program. The employees may fall into any number of categories defined very broadly as race, here we go, race, gender, sexual orientation, religion, disability, uh, or more broadly, a single father or a sole female on a management team or a young staff member, for example. Basically, you can open a notebook, and if you can come up with some sort of ex- reason why you're special, you can have the psychological safe space to go be mentored. 
Defined very broadly, yes. Very very broadly. Um, The spokesperson also told Fox News Digital, the idea is to provide mentors that the employees relate to as they navigate the early phases of their careers or transition to new roles or responsibilities. The goal is to improve recruitment and retention of excellent pretrial and probation staff. Mentors for the program will work to build a psychological safe space for mentees. Employees that identify with the minority group can apply to be assigned to a subgroup with regular virtual meetings. Every piece of my being that is reading this is screaming out loud. Why do we need to subdivide and be put into our little isolated ethnic or other groups in order to figure out how to survive the workplace? Why can't we sit down two people at the same table and say, okay, you two have had a problem with each other. Let's work it out. Let's use, let's use words. Let's talk. Let's say what the problems are. Let's come up with solutions, and then let's hold ourselves accountable to them. This, this type of stuff is where we lose our mind. You want to know why we have so many people on psych- psychosis uh, treatment and uh, seeking therapy and getting medications, it's because we put them into their little categories and we say, you don't have to see the world as it is. You just have to uh, continue to say your mantra in your safe space and you'll be fine. Friends, life is hard. And sometimes we do go through trauma and we need help. But there's a lot of people that need help. And most people figure out a way to get up, put one foot in front of the other each day and say, it's on me to get through this and to get to the other side. This is, this is a ginormous waste of money and time as far as I'm concerned. But I could be wrong. I'll ask some experts in the weeks to come. We'll revisit, I promise. Kevin McCullough, stay here. Hi, this is Hugh Hewitt. The November election is now on us. Do not sit this out. We need you. Make sure you're registered. Make your plan. Make a difference for your vote. The following is a paid political announcement. Crime and congestion pricing. Those are the only guarantees if Kathy Hochul gets reelected. We'll get the same old story why our streets and subways are more dangerous and have to pay $23 commuter tax just to drive to work. But we can change things. We can elect Lee Zeldin as our governor. Vote now in early voting or on Election Day, November 8th, for Lee Zeldin for governor. The only chance we have. Paid for by Save Our State NY, Inc. This communication was not expressly authorized or requested by any candidate or by any candidate's political committee or any of its agents. Find yourself turning on the news and feeling hopeless? Open borders, spending gone crazy, more mandates, lockdowns, inflation. There is something you can do. Buy from companies that believe what you believe. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They offer broad nationwide coverage using the same towers as all the major carriers. Patriot has plans to fit any budget, and their 100% U.S.-based team provides exceptional customer support. More importantly, Patriot Mobile shares your values and supports organizations fighting for religious freedom, your conservative rights, sanctity of life, and our veterans and first responder heroes. Go to PatriotMobile.com Gorka or call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation with the offer code GORKA. Always special discounts for veterans and first responders and for multi-line accounts. Support a company that loves America and shares your values. PatriotMobile.com slash GORKA. That's PatriotMobile.com slash GORKA. Or call 972-PATRIOT. 
Craving that signature Sunday sauce? Michael's of Brooklyn will make your place a must. Join Michael's of Brooklyn Sauce of the Month Club. Receive a different jar of Michael's of Brooklyn pasta sauce, homemade pasta and biscotti each month for six months. Make your home the place to be with Michael's of Brooklyn's signature fresh marinara right in your home. Visit michaelsofbrooklyn.com and order online. That's michaelsofbrooklyn.com. Michael's of Brooklyn, serving the community since 1964. Hi, this is Hugh Hewitt for Key City Capital. Go there at keycitycapital.com slash Hugh. You've heard me on my radio show with Charlie Dombeck. Now, Charlie has been a practicing CPA for 30 years. He is one of the founders of Key City Capital, and the reason he did so is they wanted to be wealth acceleration experts. Charlie begins by looking at your taxes to see if you've paid too much money over the past few years. He then suggests to you investments. This is an offer to sell. This is just telling you that Charlie can be trusted. A bunch of investments that will have great returns if they perform as they did in the past, and there's no guarantee of future performance, of course. But it'll help you structure your tax situation, generate tax-free cash flows. Let Charlie protect your wealth, lower your tax liability. So many of our listeners have connected with him. Connect with Charlie today at keycitycapital.com slash you. That's keycitycapital.com slash you. You can trust Charlie. You can trust Key City Capital at keycitycapital.com slash you. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Call in to the Joe Piscopo Show. And let your voice be heard. Hey, let me go to Tom and Boca Raton. Your show is, in my opinion, the great American story. Joe Piscopo's father, the family, Al, everybody in your show. You guys put together a team. I love your show. Everybody's beautiful. We're very fortunate to have a great American story. Joe Piscopo. Joe Piscopo. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on AM 970. The Answer. The Eric Metaxas Show, tonight at 11 on AM 970, The Answer. And now, from New York, back to Radio Night Live, here's Kevin McCullough. All right, if you were listening in the monologue just now, they're in the in the judiciary of the country, in the circuit courts, they're setting up psychological safe spaces for people to go. if they, Not if they identify with an ethnicity... Or uh, some sort of predetermined, but almost any broad category that you want. So I wanted to be a giraffe this morning, and I don't get to be one today, so I'm unhappy. I need my psychological safe space. I'm going to go to the 13th Circuit Court and ask them for one. Anyway, uh, mental health, part of the options of what we discuss on Radio Night Live. But we also get serious about stuff that is very serious. And I don't know if you were watching this week. But Dr. Uh, Anthony Fauci, who I thought was retiring, I thought he was going to be gone. I guess he's here until December 31st, and he's going to torture us until the very last moment. But he actually would not say that schools should not be closed for this school season, even uh, in the uh, after we're already halfway through the year. Here to discuss this and many other issues related to uh, news of the day about your health is Dr. Nicole Sapphire. We call her the OG because she was uh, part of the original group that got us going on Wellness Wednesday. Nicole, I saw you on uh, the Hannity Show responding to this, and some of the statistics you used were pretty mind-blowing. I didn't have any of that data handy with me, but when you compared where we are now to where we were a year ago, and most schools were open this time last year, so we'd already kind of took taken those uh, initial steps. 
why is he why is he hedging his bets here? Why is he saying we may have to close him or I, he won't he won't just come out and say, no, we shouldn't close him? Well, let's just catch everybody up. Dr. Fauci did what Dr. Fauci likes to do. He went on his little media tour last weekend I, and last week. I mean, I was with you. I thought I thought the press briefing at the White House was his big wave off. Like, all right, I'm out. But nope, never mind. He's going to go and do some more media because he seems to like being in front of the camera. And when he was asked the pertinent question, she said, do you think that parents need to start expecting this winter season that schools may shut down? And the first thing out of his mouth was, you know, I'm not sure. Well, if he's not sure, how's anyone else supposed to know what's going on? He's been in his role for about four decades. He's the yeah. guy who's supposed to know these things. And what I was mentioning on the Hannity show was, let's compare where we were this time last year. Daily cases are about 50% than what they were last year. And the daily deaths and the weekly deaths are less than 20% what they were last year. Now, why is that? Well, I don't know, just because just about everyone's been exposed to Omicron in the last year. And so a lot of people have either increased natural immunity. Many people went out and got the old boosters, the updated boosters. There's just a lot of circulating population immunity. And the difference is last year, you have to remember, there were still masks going around. A lot of schools had masks. You went on airplanes, you went other places. People were still wearing masks. So you had masks. You had schools wide open. But yet there were so many more cases and so much more death than even compared to now when largely all mask mandates have been gone and school yeah. has been in session full time. So why would you even consider closing schools right now when there has been such documented peril to children from closing them without any documented benefit? Well, and that leads me to my next question. And you've talked about this on Twitter a little bit. But you and I have had discussions over the last year about the damage done to our public health uh, agencies, their reputations, their credibility, why people should or should not listen to them, uh, all of those being very fair game, given the kind of political gamesmanship that was that was made of the pandemic. Uh, and we're still not able to really say even to the CDC, we can really fully trust uh, what's what's coming out and you're you're calling for accountability uh, dr walensky uh, put some things up on the web about um, the measles vaccine and how many kids need to get vaccinated and so forth i heard uh, george clooney this week you know the medical prowess that george clooney has and he was talking about how you know polio and measles and all these things we we give them to our kids no matter what we should just you know uh, mandate vaccines for everybody for everything all the time which i thought is frightening uh, but he's an actor so what does he know but w what should how should we be approaching this season and how should we be interacting with these public voices that are telling us certain things when we know that ne not necessarily that's come from them in the last couple of years has been really reliable well, you know, first of all, I want to talk about the childhood vaccination rates being down. You know, this has been widely concerning. This is something that, you know, we didn't just notice right now. We noticed that a lot of children weren't going for their annual checkups over the last couple of years. There's a multitude of reasons of it. First of all, people were afraid to go out of their house. People were afraid if they went to a doctor's office that they would catch COVID. And that was before we knew even any information about COVID. But then once people started really understanding COVID a little bit more, many People already had it or even got vaccinated against it. You still had doctor's office not really allowing routine well checks. And if they were, they were just doing virtual. And so all of a sudden, the impetus and the importance of these annual childhood vaccines were just lost. 
And what are we seeing? Well, we're starting to see a resurgence in small communities with low vaccine rates of measles and polio. And these are deadly viruses. These are not viruses that we want to allow to circulate because if they get, are able to circulate, same thing's going to happen as it did with the coronavirus. It may mutate a little bit and it may start escaping immunity. And we are going to lose decades of advancement with all of our vaccines. And, you know, you have Dr. Walensky out on social media and on interviews talking about how dangerous this is. I'm just waiting for her to admit her role in it and the fact that the CDC contributed to some of this. They need to be the first and foremost to say to people, we messed up and we are trying to correct our wrongs. If they could only say mea culpa and start moving forward, they may gain public trust. But you cannot compare the COVID vaccine in children and young adults to the very necessary childhood vaccines like measles and polio. Because they have muddied those waters, they have single-handedly undermined all of childhood vaccines, and I blame them. Yeah. And, you know, are we seeing, and you've spoken to this too, even in the adult population, but we we knew that there were cancer screenings and that there were other types of medical services that were being avoided because people were afraid to go visit their doctor or their their doctor's offices were closed down. Um, is it is it primarily your concern now that it's the children that are most at risk? Have the other areas of health kind of resumed normalcy from, from what you're seeing? Or is this kind of a population-wide problem? From what I have directly seen is that we had about 18 months from March 2020 through I don't know, fall of 2021, where people were really not coming for their cancer screenings. And because of that, you know, we've likely missed a lot of cancers during that time. And it'll take us years to really see the consequences of those delayed cancer diagnoses. It does seem that we are getting back to more of a regular regimen. I think people are a lot more comfortable. And I think largely that's because anywhere from 90 to 97 percent of people have had COVID. And for most people who have had COVID, it can be anywhere from a mild to severe cold to a mild to severe flu. But the bottom line is 99.8% chance of recovering. And so once that fear, that unknown has been taken away, people have been able to largely move on. But I still can tell you that there are still pediatricians' offices that when you go on their websites, they are refusing to see children who are unvaccinated. And I think that that in itself is criminal. And if anyone should be looked at by the medical board, it should be that for the discrimination that is happening still amongst healthcare providers. Well, especially since we have learned and by, and by some you know, force of, of uh, you know, embarrassment and so forth, but we've learned the truth. And why can't we just operate from what the facts are? That's that's the problem in my mind. We're, we're not going to get to a good place until everyone's admitting to what the truth is. When we come back, we've got to take a quick break. It's uh, Wellness Night on uh, Radio Night Live. We're going to talk about seasonal affective disorder. I've heard about this, but I think I need to know a lot more about it. And Dr. Sapphire is going to help us. Stay here. Hi, Kevin McCullough. I know it's hard to believe. In fact, it's mind-blowing. But the holidays are going to be here before we know it. So why not make them truly memorable this year on board the Atlantis yacht with New York Cruises? Captain Fred, the amazing staff, go above and beyond on every detail. Whether you've been put in charge of planning the office Christmas party or looking to do something exciting for New Year's Eve, why not take the party off land and onto sea? It's the best place for a 360-degree view of New Year's Eve's fireworks, 
And speaking of New Year's, I can't think of a better place to pop the question to that special someone in your life than on the Atlantis. The Atlantis of New York Cruises is the perfect venue for corporate events, wedding, engagement, anniversary parties, reunions, retirement parties, birthdays, bar, bat mitzvahs, you name it. Call 212-633-1231 to book your unforgettable event today. Or just go to newyorkcruises.com. When the Dow drops 3,000 points in one month, many investors pull out. They play it safe, convert to cash. But here's the thing. Millionaires are made during downturns. Think about it. You want to buy a stock when it's undervalued, not overvalued. But how do you know what to look for? Recognize the cyclical patterns of the market? Stockcharts.com, the most comprehensive online stock charts. Knowledge is power. Go to StockCharts.com and sign up for a free 30-day trial. You'll not only have the ability to track trends and set buy or sell alerts with specific stocks, but you'll also get access to their entire resource library and advice from their expert commentators. Like I said before, millionaires are made with every downturn, but they're smart. They do their research. And they have the best tools. StockCharts.com is the best tool for technical analysis, period. Sign up for free today at StockCharts.com. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Our hosts tell it like it is. No safe spaces here. AM 970, the answer. Back to Radio Night Live. Here's Kevin McCullough. All right, uh, Kevin McCullough, so glad to be with you. Uh, of course, yet to come this week, Imran Ansari will be with us uh, tomorrow. And I may bring up the the psychological safe space story because because it is taking place in the circuit courts, the, the, the monologue I opened with. I find it uh, both interesting from a health perspective but also from a legal perspective. So we may discuss that with him tomorrow as well. And then a very special edition of the Fun Friday edition, Christine and I, uh, are going to have been with the Creating the Magic group uh, in Midtown. Uh, actually, that will be during the day tomorrow. Uh, and we're going to observe 1,400 students being exposed to all the different jobs in the Broadway theater community from grip and construction and sound and lighting and ushering and front office and everything else and see the impact that it has on them. And, and we should have a very good discussion come Friday night, so I hope you'll join us uh, for that. Uh, we are currently speaking with Dr. Nicole Sapphire. We call her the OG here on Wellness Night because she got the whole thing started. And, Nicole, you said uh, on Twitter uh, that just, uh, let's see, this was uh, today. Uh, you said this earlier today at 640 in the morning, so I can kind of uh, identify. You said, if you're like many, you may be feeling drained, even moody, as we are entering winter when seasonal affective disorder is prevalent. SAD, sad. Don't let it get you down. And then you gave some uh, good advice on how to deal with it. But I used to think, uh, and I don't experience it as much here in the New York area, but when I first moved from the Dallas area to Chicago and went to school in Chicago, Nicole, it was awful. Uh, you would it, it would be you know really hot and kind of humid for the summer. You'd go into September. September, October would be beautiful. And then the first snow would fall on like Halloween. And then it would be gray, morbidly cold. And you would have uh, you would have geological foundational ice that would begin to build. So it would be black on the bottom and brown in the middle and gray. And then finally you'd have whatever the freshest uh, snowfall on the top of that was. But that long season of unending gray and cold and bitter and slipping on the ice and, you know, 
falling on your bum from time to time when you just, it's not what you want to have happen. It was the saddest part of my life in those years. And I thought something was wrong with me. You're saying this is an actual condition. It is an actual condition and it's multifactorial for sure, but it has been given a diagnosis code in itself. It's called seasonal affective disorder, which is perfect because the acronym is SAD. And it <laughs> just describes what a many, many people feel throughout the fall and winter months. And it, and yes, while it is more prevalent in areas like the Northeast, where it's a bit more gray and a bit more cold and you can't do as many outdoor activities, anyone could suffer from seasonal affective disorder. And it is largely due to decreased movement, being cold temperatures, lack of vitamin D. You know, people also are affected by the holiday season. Maybe they've recently lost a loved one or they have financial stressors. There's just a whole bunch of reasons to feel not so great during this time of year. People kind of describe it as, you know, their energy's been zapped out of them. Maybe they're feeling moody. People with existing mood disorders like bipolar disease can actually worsen throughout this time. Hmm. And while there's a lot of different things you can do, you know, some of the most basic things I recommend is try to increase your vitamin D the best you can. And of course, naturally is the best way. Even when it's cold outside, even getting that sun on your skin is good for your sun or good for your body. Like 10 to 20 minutes a day, go for a walk. Try and roll up your sleeves a little bit. Try to get a little bit of that vitamin D. You can also take oral supplements. You can talk to your physician about what, what amount is right for you. Keeping your body moving, whether that's just walking around, using the stairs instead of the elevator, you know, exercising more, making sure that you're getting your blood pumping and trying to get more oxygen throughout your body is always a good thing. But right. also something as simple as light therapy. And I'm not talking you have to have some fancy schmancy, you know, whatever to do that. You can go on Amazon and you can buy there. There's actually light therapies and it helps. And if you maybe I put, I put one in my bathroom. And so in the morning, I have it shining on me as I'm getting ready. Just that little brightness in your day can start you off in a much better way. But for some people, it may take some medication or some more treatment. So, of course, if you are really feeling down and all of these little at home remedies aren't working, make sure you talk to someone, friend, family member, physician. You know, this is this is a tough time of year for some people and just want everybody to know they're not alone. Yeah. Well, and I'm glad that you said that it's multifactorial because, um, you know, I think people do feel down for a variety of reasons. And if they're not it's like being aware that you could have all these different things kind of adding up to that equation of not feeling good uh, is helpful because you can kind of like trial and error your way out of it. You know, uh, maybe if you're feeling alone, maybe seeking out friends to spend time with. Uh, is a good thing, uh, an extra good thing to do during during this time of year uh, so that you don't feel you know quite as uh, despondent about some of that stuff. But the vitamin D, the light, exercise, lots of breathing. I'm a big yoga guy. Get that oxygen into the bloodstream as much as you can. That's going to make a big difference, and uh, we appreciate it. Dr. Nicole Sapphire, always appreciate you. Well, and I appreciate you having me on and bringing awareness to such important topics. You got it. There she goes, Dr. Nicole Sapphire, the OG uh, from the Fox Medical News All-Star Team and, of course, the original Wellness Wednesday uh, co-host here with Kevin McCullough. It's Radio Night Live. My, uh, well, we got a, a special uh, segment next with Jane Ann Benire. We're going to talk a little physical fitness. Stay with us. Listen up, ladies. There's finally a probiotic created just for women. Probiotic HX Women is formulated to include clinically proven strains of probiotic to 
optimize vaginal pH and create a normal bacterial environment in the body. Many women have experienced an imbalance in the vaginal microbiome and know just how bothersome it can be. Our formula contains a powerful combination of healthy bacteria to promote urinary tract health and helps to restore healthy vaginal flora. Containing lactobacillus strains shown to be effective in targeting the bacteria that cause UTIs. Take advantage of this limited time offer. Buy one bottle of probiotic HX Women at retail and get the second bottle free. Contact invite at 800-673-2345. That's 800-673-2345. Taking care of all aspects of your health is important to women. Call now, 800-673-2345. That's 800-673-2345. Hi, this is Joan Herman, host of Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life's Conversations with Joan. Conversations with Joan focuses on topics that are important to your life. Every Sunday night, some of the world's most inspirational and influential people join me to discuss health and wellness, professional development, and personal well-being. They share their insights, tips, and strategies so you can thrive and live your best life now. Take time for yourself. Tune into Conversations with Joan every Sunday night at 10 p.m. right here on AM 970 The Answer. If you miss a show, be sure to visit our website so you can listen on demand. And while you're there, read our digital magazine and take part in our book club. Visit CYACYL.com. That's CYACYL.com. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Eric Metaxas is upset with the corruption. It's hard to, to talk about for me. The corruption in this White House, the corruption in our government, it is vile. It stands against everything the founders uh, pledged their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honor uh, to guarantee for us. The Eric Metaxas Show, weeknights at 11 on AM 970. The answer. The following is a paid political announcement. Hi, this is Frank Pallotta, Republican candidate for United States Congress here in New Jersey's 5th District. I'm not just running to return my district to Republican hands. I'm running to represent all of the people in my district, including seniors, veterans, small businesses, and everyone who longs for real bipartisan leadership. I've just launched a weekly radio talk show on AM 970, The Answer, called Frankly Speaking. Our show will air at 10 a.m. on Sundays, so please tune in. We'll be discussing the issues that are relevant and critically important to all of us here in the 5th District and across the great state of New Jersey. If you'd like to know more, please visit my website, at frankfornj.com. That's frank, the number four, nj.com, where you can follow our campaign, catch up on all the issues, and if you like what you see, please feel free to donate. If you have any questions, please contact our offices at 201-783-8801. Thank you. This is Frank Pallotta, and I approve this message. Did you listen to our podcasts? Hear them now on our website at am970theanswer.com. What a little moonlight can do. Back to Kevin McCullough, live from New York. All right, Kevin McCullough, always glad to have you with us. One of those that I like to uh, concentrate and think on and discuss on a weekly basis are things related to your wellness and health and fitness and uh, ways to, I don't know, do life better in that regard. 
And on that uh, same path, uh, I've been very honored to have Jane Ann Benaira with us uh, for this most much of this last year. Uh, her podcast is called Keeping It Real, and she's been she's helped thousands of people this year already. Uh, Jane Ann, welcome back. Always good to have you. Um, I was very taken a couple of weeks ago when you uh, got to go to the Giants game. Now, I'm not a Giants fan, so I wasn't jealous of the tickets. Um, but I was very moved by what you relayed in your stories. And I asked if you would be willing to share it with the people that are listening. It also meant a lot that you picked up on it. I threw this picture up because what happened is I was walking into the the Giants were playing the Bears and I was walking into the arena and as I walked in we kind of were chatting with the people next to us and it was a husband and a wife and their kid and their kid was like I don't know eight or nine years old or something and the kid is just so jazzed to go to the game so that's like intoxicating to be around you know so I was kind of like chatting with him and he was wearing a Bears jersey and and a Giants hat he's saying how he's actually from Chicago. This was his first NFL game and that he plans to go to every single stadium there is. And this was his first stadium on the list. And I was like, that's amazing. That's so great. So he was saying he's just a football fan. Like, yeah, I'm from Chicago, but I'm a football fan. Earlier in the day when I was getting ready, quick rewind, I was getting ready and I I was looking for a hat or something that would coordinate with whatever. You know, right. it's about the outfit, Kevin. Well, for the girls, it really is. The fit is everything. That's it. It was the fit. I had to be, you know, a certain way. And by the way, if people don't know Jane Ann, like, she makes hats look good. I mean, hats are just kind of their own thing. But when Jane Ann wears them, she makes them look good. That's that's how good she is with the hats. So. Thank you very much. So the fit (laughs) is uh, is now you've got a hat. And it's a Giants hat, right? Yeah, it's a Giants hat. It, It was bright red, which is perfect because I have some red and black Jordans that I could then put on. <laughs> See, it's all about it was the all fit. working. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the rest of it, I wore black everything else. So the only thing with the hat, though, is the only thing that I could find. And the only thing with the hat is it had a signature on it, a Sharpie signature on the bill. Wait. My son. Who, who had signed it? Do you know? Like, I was like embarrassed. I was embarrassed the entire time because people kept saying, oh, who signed your hat? And I had to look at him and be like, I don't know. So it had a scribble scrabble and a number and I kept Googling the number. I couldn't figure out who it was, but at one point my son had gone to some sort of like autographing ceremony or whatever, you know, someone and it was my son and my husband, they went and they, they got this autograph signed, but neither one can remember who it is. And apparently it was some Super Bowl winner. That's all I know. I don't know. So the whole game, everyone that kept coming up to me kept saying, Oh, who signed your hat? And at one point, I was like, man, I should just make something up. You should. Because... You just should start saying uh, Eli Manning. Is, you yeah, know. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> make something up because it feels so ridiculous. It's all of a sudden my fit didn't feel so good when you when, when you can't even tell, you know, who signed your hat. So the same thing. The kid said, oh, that's so cool. Like, who signed your hat? And I said the same thing. I don't really know. I heard he was a Super Bowl player, blah, blah, blah. And his face was so lit up. And he goes, you want to switch hats? And he's and I go yeah, and I took it right off my head, and it, and then he goes no 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 I was just joking like no you don't have to do that I go no I mean it I want you to have it, let's switch, so he gave me his camouflage New York <laughs> Giants hat and I gave him my red autographed hat he put it right on his head I said let's take a picture together and so we we squatted down I took a little selfie I said and he was apologizing I said I don't do things I don't mean. I want you to have this hat. It means, you know, a lot to me that you take it. So I said, listen, I'll take a picture. 
I'm gonna I'll ask your mom for her cell phone number. She's right there. I was like, we'll get our cell phone number. I'll text it to her. If you ever find out who that hat is, will you let me know? <laughs> and um, that was it. We parted ways, and I wore a camouflage hat for the rest of the time. But it was just such like a fun moment of joy. Well, you said something in the caption about how gifting, and I forget the phrase mm-hmm. that you use, but it's, it like breathes life into, um, you know, uh, whoever you are, whatever you're doing. And I thought, you know, that's a significant thing that people need to hear about. I have another recently, another friend, uh, same situation. We were just together and, and I was like, man, I've always like loved those bracelets that you wear. Like I thought they were mala beads, but she's like, oh no, they're not mala beads. They're separate. She goes, here, take one and just handed it to me. And it, in that same sense of like that lightness of, oh, you like what I have? Take it. I believe that our life here is to serve. And there's a word in yoga there's, that's called um, aparyagraha. Okay. And it means non-attachment and non-possessiveness. And so there's what we just talked about, that lightness. I mean, it really does feel light to not have an attachment. So but it yet it made, it made his day. It made his day, and that is like the beauty of gifting. It's a real true way, that type of non-attachment gifting, like a give of yeah. something instead of going and buying someone. It, that feels like a human connected. And you brought in yoga. Let me bring in the Bible yeah. just for a, a, a second. Yeah. Um, to give is better than to receive. The inherent uh, lift that it gives that person that you give it to is dwarfed by the, 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 the what happens in your own heart. Because you see the joy that you're bringing to that person, and that does something inside of us that can't be replaced in any other way. So what a great story, and what a great example. And uh, just so I guess your recommendation is let's look for ways that we can be unattached uh, to particularly things that you know we, we don't need to hold attachments to and see if, if they can make other people's lives happier this week. Absolutely, yeah. You know, the and the other flip is when you give when you start getting into that habit of of that mentality that we're talking about you can start detaching from bigger things like emotions like jealousy and guilt and you know like that's where the yoga comes into play where a gift like that is actually like you said is a gift to yourself yeah because you're just going to keep evolving and progressing so well, take a, take a plunge, friends. Uh, let let the idea of uh, giving someone a gift that means something, um, uh, just try it out this week. See how it works. Jane Ann, always appreciate your insights. Thanks for being with us. Oh, thank you, Kevin. I love it. Go get all of the things that we've talked about with Jane Ann and Kev uh, on Keeping It Real. Just go to the Kevin McCullough section of any of your podcast, favorite podcast aggregators and uh, look for Jane Ann Benayara, Keeping It Real. And uh, you've got all of them listed there. You can go in reverse order. I think we've got more than a dozen uh, in the uh, file now. Anyway, uh, coming right back, Kevin McCullough, don't go away. kids to have an edge in school, sports, and overall well-being? Using marijuana underage can derail that. Today's high-potency marijuana can have permanent effects on the developing brain. 
It can lead to an IQ drop of up to eight points when used regularly. It can slow reaction time in sports and driving. Studies show one in six youth marijuana users become addicted. Your guidance matters. Know the risks and help them stay on track. For more information, visit njpn.org. That's njpn.org. This message is sponsored by the New Jersey Prevention Network and Impact New Jersey and aired in cooperation with the New Jersey Broadcasters Association and this station. Buying a home requires a lending partner who can help you navigate through the mortgage process. A Citizens Bank loan officer can help answer all your questions and help you select the products you need in a clear and personal way. So the next time you have a question about home financing, call 212-857-6668, 212-857-6668, and ask a citizen. Mortgages are offered and originated by Citizens Bank N.A., NMLS number 433960, Equal Housing Lender. Millions of people all over the world suffer from some form of pain, whether it's lower back pain, hip pain, neck pain, leg pain, pain from a workout at the gym, maybe just aches and pains from life. Hey, we're all there, right? That's why Relief Factor has been such a godsend for me and people all over the world. It's a 100% drug-free approach to solving the pain that you suffer from, and people are loving the results. I woke up after two and a half weeks of taking Relief Factor one morning and realized, Wow, my lower back pain is gone. And you know how I know Relief Factor works? If I travel or if I forget to take it for a few days or a week or two, my lower back pain starts creeping back. It's an amazing product. Let's see if we can get you out of pain. Take three weeks. The 1995 Quick Start is phenomenal. If it doesn't work, after three weeks, you're out 1995. If it does, welcome to pain-free living. ReliefFactor.com, ReliefFactor.com, or call 800-500-8384 and start the three-week Quick Start with Relief Factor today. Hello? Hey, stranger. Oh, hi. Thank goodness it's you. I was afraid to answer the phone. Why? What's up? The credit card companies are after me. They want me to make payments, and the calls never stop. Ouch. Been there before, but I got help from Trinity Debt Management. Trinity? Yeah. I called, and right away, Trinity contacted my creditors and got my interest rates cut in half. They ended all the late fees and over-limit charges, and they stopped those annoying phone calls. Bet that was a relief. Yep. Then they put me on a plan that consolidated my bills into to one easy monthly payment. That way, I paid off my debt fast while saving thousands. Nice. Trinity even showed me how to plan and meet a monthly budget. So now, I'm debt-free for keeps. Wow. Do you still have their number? Sure. Here, write this down and call 1-800-990-6976. Can you repeat that? 1-800-990-6976. That's 1-800-990-6976. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com Once more, from New York, Radio Night Live, here's Kevin McCullough. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us as we uh, head through the holidays. I know there's going to be a lot of uh, different people, um, you know, complaining about different things and so forth. There always is. Uh, I ran across the uh, most awesome uh, post on social media yesterday. Uh, It says, uh, nothing says I'm confused like me trying to sleep during the winter. She said, the heat is on, the fan is blowing, the window is cracked, and under 13 blankets with one foot sticking out. (laughs) I'm like, uh, they've seen me uh, in the wintertime. That's exactly how I sleep. I'm confused as well. My body is too cold, and then it's too hot, and then I'm sweating, and then... Uh, I'm freezing again, and I can't seem to get a handle on how to exactly navigate all of that. I'm glad to, at least from a very honest standpoint, know that I'm not the only one that is dealing with that specifically. 
Uh, having said that, I did have a hard time sleeping last night, and I, I, I didn't know why. Uh, I, I kind of fell down the social media doom scrolling rabbit hole. I was I was reading status updates, and I, I don't know, I don't really ever do this, but I, the bride fell asleep a little bit early last night. She was really tired, so I'm just kind of laying in bed, not really sleepy, and I'm I'm thinking, well, I'll just catch up on people's lives and see what's going on. And I ran across uh, kind of a sad thing. Um, my high school, which um, had uh, you know a number of years that it was serving people long before I was there and long after I was there has been bought out by someone else and the name of the school and the colors and everything are just gone and I was kind of sad about this because my basketball coach the guy I played with was one of the winningest coaches in the uh, state of Texas history he had over 700 career wins to less than 200 losses uh, in his course of time and uh, so I'm, I'm of course on Instagram and I'm looking at for friends and I'm trying to see if anybody's awake that will DM me and tell me the, the score of what's happened and how did the school get sold and all the rest of this. And I was actually working myself into some degree of anxiety. Um, and I, I went down through my coach's name and it looked like that his family had broken up. His, his former wife is married to someone else now and I think all of his kids are grown. So um, and he said he was coaching at one of the large public schools uh, in the area, which is what he should have been doing. He's an excellent coach. I just wasn't able to get a hold of anybody. And so I, I sent notes to some people that I knew that would know. One was uh, his brother-in-law, his former brother-in-law, who was a player, former player of his, former teammate of mine. Uh, and uh, he wasn't around. Uh, nobody, nobody answered me last night. And I just had to sit for just a second in the midst of all of that frustration and kind of worry after I sent out these little notes saying, hey, can you help me find out? I just need some information about what happened to Coach. Uh, and, I, and at one point I said, you know what? It's not good for me to continue to worry on this. So I don't know if you're a person of faith or not, and I'm not judging anybody who is or isn't. I'm just saying for me, what I needed to do last night was say a prayer, ask God to take care of Coach, make sure that he was okay. Um, and then, you know, hopefully I would hear something. And uh, fell asleep, finally did fall asleep after uh, an hour and a half of anxiety. Uh, and when I woke up this morning, uh, that brother-in-law had written me back, gave me a fairly tight synopsis of what had happened and where he was, and that he was still coaching at the large public high school and that he would see him later that day because the brother-in-law works there too and uh, that he would wish him the best. And I don't know, it was just something very peaceful about how to start my day with a little bit of good news. I hope that we can be that for you during this holiday season. I'm Kevin McCullough. We'll see you next time.